Welcome to Just the Taste. I'm Scott Curry with Chef's Best. We gather to talk about the trends in marketing, retail, and production in food and beverage that are shaping the industry. Joining us today is respected celebrity chef, Melissa Mayo. Melissa is a Jewish South African chef, yoga fanatic, mom, wife, and world traveler. Melissa appeared on two seasons of Food Network's Private Chefs of Beverly Hills, garnering the nickname Foodzilla. Born and raised in South Africa, Melissa moved to California, where she spent several years cooking for prominent Hollywood studios and private events. She also has two popular cookbooks, Melissa Mayo's Passover and Melissa Mayo's Rosh Hashanah, which pay tribute to her Jewish heritage combined with secrets from her South African homeland. Melissa, welcome to the podcast. Oh, and thank you so much for having me, Scott. Thank you so much. What a nice little sum up there. I was like a trip down memory lane. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure there's many highlights that uh, that I didn't mention and, and we may hear from. Um, Those we have to leave in the closet. Great. Well, let, let's stay down memory lane here. Uh, I, believe in, <laughs> I believe in your past life, you're an accountant. Uh, now you're I a was. You yeah. know, a Jewish parent that were kids of Holocaust survivors, there was only like three professions you could choose from. You could be a doctor, you could be an accountant or an attorney. And like those were the three. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I'm, I'm, I'm sure they're suitably disappointed you're, you're merely a chef now. No, um, it's okay. My mom, when I first changed career, she thought was, I was going to starve. But um, you know what? She's pretty damn proud of me now. I know she's watching me and she's super, super proud of me. I'm, I'm sure she is. So, so you have a lot of explaining to do. So what brought you to where you are today? So uh, I have always grown up around food and community and loving to cook. I have a passion for food and not just the food, but the relationships that start at the table. Growing up in South Africa, dinner time was not something that was on the fly. It was not something you picked up during your drive-through. Dinner time was something you sat down every night with your family and you caught up on the day and you ate real whole foods. And I grew up as my mom's taster, always tasting a little bit of this, a little bit of that. When I moved to the States, she said to me, Melissa, um, I can't teach you because I don't have recipes. You need to taste, taste, taste. And I was missing the taste of home. So I started cooking in my kitchen. And by trial and error and many, many, many failed attempts, I started winging her dishes and um, became better at cooking. Um, and was still uh, at that point working as an accountant, but um, more and more people would, you know, come over to the house and have big, big celebrations and people would tell me, please, can you teach me how to make this? So uh, when my daughter was born, I decided I didn't want to go back and work behind a desk, that this was the perfect time to change careers. So even though I was not trained in the culinary profession, I was taught to taste my way to the perfect dish. And I don't have the best sense of sight or sound, I'm a little deaf, but my sense of taste and smell are amazing. So I'm able to taste a dish and tell you exactly the star anise and the cinnamon that's in there. So I used my travels and the flavors and great chef's inspiration to kind of taste my way to my own recipes, making things that were accessible, quick and easy and healthy. The, the whole theme of it not being, being uncomplicated food, food that, that's accessible and leaving it pretty much intact and close to its natural form. I'm all about fresh is best, and it speaks for the ingredients and um, not doing too much with them. So that became um, a passion, and um, then I started cooking for an uh, industry uh, 
you know, professionals and worked in many, many studios and taught. And then my husband was kind of figuring out he didn't get home cooked meals because I was too exhausted when I came home. So, so began my online presence and my cookbooks. And so I was able to cook for him and just photograph for my audience. So that's, that's kind of how I got here. Awesome. And, uh, you know, you, you have a lot of passions, but one is this, this mind body connection and, and how to cultivate it. And as it relates to food and, and you have said, and I, I think I quote here, uh, in order to have a healthy body, you need to have a healthy soul. So, uh, what we'll walk us through what that means to you and, and how Absolutely. individuals can, can cultivate a, a strong relationship between the food that they eat, uh, their body, and, and perhaps more importantly, uh, as you suggest, their soul. Absolutely. And as, as uh, you know, living, we're living in California. Um, we live today in a world where everyone is on a juice cleanse or they've cut out red meat or they're a cut out gluten or they're intolerant to this and they can't eat that and you know they're vegan and, and they're, they're removing entire food groups and then you know here is a country that just took me it, it just melted my heart 10 years ago when I first visited Italy which is a country where people indulge in their daily gelato and their daily uh you know bowl of pasta and they eat bread at every meal and they enjoy wine and they enjoy all foods and, and they don't have the health issues that people here who are on juice cleanses and avoiding entire food groups have and gaining weight. And I started trying to find this balance. What is it? What is it about it uh, that, that, that they're able to eat all these amazing foods, sugar, gluten, wheat, dairy, meat, everything, and be amazingly in shape with no health issues? Is, it's, it's the pace at which they're enjoying their food. And that is so important to me. A meal is not just about what's on the table. It's about the company at the table. It's about the people at the table. It's about conversations that start. And so much of uh, the diet industry today is based on thin, 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 that that's all that's going through people's minds. They're not taking the time to chew the food or savor the food or enjoy it. They're literally following these restricted diets and their body needs everything your body is meant to process all of it in small amounts including the high fat and the high cream and the high dairy your body needs it all that 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 is something i truly believe and if we start loving ourselves on the inside that is where the body and the system itself are actually working. It's that stress of needing to be super skinny or needing to be a certain size or look a certain. And the more we obsess and think about food, the less our organs and our body can actually work and function and burn through all the amazing nutrients that it needs from all the food groups. So, <laughs> Does that so help it, you? <laughs> it, it does, and we're, we're, let's let's beat this up and dive a little bit deeper because I think. Uh, you know, some of what you're referring to, I think that there is some evidence-based science for, and some is, um, you know, perhaps is a little bit more in the category of beliefs with, with loads of evidence, um, but not necessarily, you know, it's, it's difficult to, to conduct a scientific study around the soul, right? But it's something yeah. that we feel. Um, I, I think what you may be suggesting is that in America in particular, uh, which, you know, my hobby horse is to beat up on Americans and our diets, but um, <laughs> that our relationship with food is pretty transactional, I would say. It's, um, you know, it, it's almost a point where you you don't see it as food, you see it as 
numerical values, whether that's yes, everyone's calculating it, it and and eating what they they were told to eat, and no one is going to what does my body tell me I need? What is my body craving? What am I stopping long enough to say? You know what? I really am craving carbs today. My body is telling me what I need, and we don't slow down enough to actually listen to what our body's craving. We go by trends and magazine articles, and no two bodies are the same. Look, I'm not going to deny that there are people with serious allergies and intolerances, but what's happening in America is that it's everyone following trends. What are the celebrities doing? Are they putting butter in their coffee? Well, then let's all put butter in our coffee and think we're going to be super skinny. Or now, let's just not eat at all. Let's just drink our food and forget this whole part where saliva is meant to come in and chew the food and, and, and take out all the bacteria and make our body and stuff work. No one is tuning in and getting quiet enough and silent enough and off the treadmill of life to say, what do I feel like? And if it's a piece of cake for lunch, I'm all for having a piece of cake for lunch. And you'll see the Italians do that. They'll have, you know, a decadent slice of tiramisu uh, with a cup of cappuccino for lunch, and that's perfectly acceptable. They're not counting it into calories like, am I having my greens? Am I having my carrots? And how much of this is, is it, it, how much is this going to calo- uh, count out into calories? And, you know, is, is this according to a sort of, regime have a a paleo keto all these crazy words out there which take out entire food groups no one's listening to what their body's saying and there's a whole big stress around eating i'm a mom of a teenager and i see it all the time it's there's a stress around food food is something that's magical it's it's something that gives us so much pleasure and enjoyment uh, and, you know, I take it back to there's a, there's a, um, Thich Nhat Hanh, he's actually a, a, a Buddhist uh, teacher, and he speaks about peeling the tangerine and the smell of the tangerine. And think about it, when you peel it, just the way it smells as you break open the skin. It's got that citrus smell where you stop and you take it in. There's so many elements that are sensorial about eating, you know, from the smell to the taste to the feel to the chewing, and we're all just doing it at rapid speed because something tell, some, some trend is telling us that this is a new in thing. No one's listening and slowing down and really enjoying the actual food that they're eating. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think with, with, with Thich Nhat Hanh, who I'm familiar with as well, in his understanding our mind, he speaks... Uh, which I think on the cover of the book might be tangerines. Now that I'm, I'm picturing yeah. it, um, he, he speaks of how we have seeds and we can choose to water whatever seeds, um, you, you know, we choose, and that those seeds will will either grow into anger or, uh, you know, into you know love or or consciousness or whatnot. And it 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 seems as if we have a, a relationship now with food where um, it's the enemy. Yeah. It's an enemy where you said, you know, listen to your craving. And, and, and I have to admit, I first thought, well, I'm supposed to fight the craving, right? Like I'm supposed to, no. I'm supposed to say, no, that's, you know, that's bad because, you know, my yeast in my body or whatnot is wanting that. And, you know, push through that desire to, to cap everything off with ice cream or whatnot. But 
while being there's a difference i think there because i'm aware but i'm also but i'm not conscious in that moment either you actually just tapped on that where you said you know it's bad and that's part of the self-love and the and and the non-judgment we're judging ourselves by standards somebody else is writing instead of listening to our own body our body is sending us signals all the time it's telling us if it's low in something there was a study that was actually done which blew my mind it was at a harvard or oxford law school i I mean medical school where they took different groups of people and they grew their own fruits and vegetables and if you grew your tomatoes your tomatoes would actually grow the nutrients that your body was lacking and my tomatoes would grow a whole different set of vitamins based on what my body was lacking because it's energy. I mean, it's all energy. And, and there are so many studies that tell us our body, our soul connection, you know, our food is here to fuel us and, and, and to give us the ability to go out in the world and do good and create life. But if we're judging ourselves and we're putting, uh, you know, we're putting, um, um, restrictions on ourselves and we're telling us this is bad or this is going to make me fat. Those thoughts have energy and they will do just that. Your body will react in the ways that your mind is telling you you're going to react to that piece of chocolate cake. I literally returned from a month in Italy. I ate bread at every meal. I had at least one gelato, maybe two every day, pasta or pizza at least once a day, and I didn't pick up any weight. And Mm. it's because I'm telling myself that my body can digest carbohydrates. It really can. And I'm not telling my body that it's going to be fat or overweight if I have a pizza. And, and you know, the whole of Italy has no issues with weight. And they consume food that Americans have come to fear. It's very true. It, it is. Uh, I'm lost in my own thoughts here thinking about, uh, you know, how you eat something and your thought as you're eating it is this will put on weight so why wouldn't my body you know perceive it that way and do so you know absolutely Um, Uh, so much of what i try to teach people is your thoughts of energy you know it's a crazy thing but um, i don't know if you know i have a cooking school which we're opening in italy but one of the things is that 10 years ago i decided i was going to open this cooking school so i went onto my website i designed my website i remember sending it off to my late mom and saying what do you think of it and she goes there's three words on there, but like three little taglines there, but I don't know about the last one. I was like, what are you talking about? She goes, born in South Africa, living in LA, but Melissa, what do you mean you were tying to Italy? I said, mom, I am going to live out my days in Italy. I love the people, love the food. I love the place. I love the culture. I love everything about it. I'm going to retire there. She said to me, Melissa, you have to take that off your website. You have to take that down. People will be laughing at me in South Africa. I said, mom, you can Tell me whatever you want, but I'm telling you this is something that I am going to create. She's like, how? I'm just going to because I know it's in the universe waiting for me. And everyone who knows and follows me in my community know I manifested the entire house and cooking school in Italy into existence with my mind because your mind is super powerful. And I know it's crazy, like a chef that really is into all of this spiritual, you know, uh, mindfulness and, 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 and cosmic connection. But I do believe it. I do believe our thoughts have 
power and those thoughts, if you're telling yourself that that slice of chocolate cake is going to be good for you, you're going to enjoy it, it's going to hit your craving, and you're going to put on no weight from it, you will not. As we think, so we shall be. And it's very, very true. I know that the house manifested itself because I said it was possible. I never put any restrictions or limitations on it. And I try to get my audience to understand that there is no limit to what they can create in their life, whether it's, it's a dream job or it's a career change or it's health or it's something that they, 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 they feel is lacking. If they believe it from the back end, they will see it. From the, if they go from the finish line and see it backwards, it will appear in their lives. There is no limit to the abundance that this universe has. You know, if you watch a flower open or close, it's working in perfect order. You know, no one's telling it how to function. It's when we come in with our egos or human beings think we, we know better, but we don't stop to listen to what our body's saying, what our mind is saying. And that is the whole thing with mindful eating. Is if you listen, your body will tell you if you need a slice of chocolate cake. It definitely will. And then my advice to you, Scott, is to have it and have it guilt-free. You're making me smile. It's a, it's a great shift in mindset that, um, you know, I, I, I wanted to try to apply to, to food as well. I hadn't, um, I hadn't thought of it that way. Um, and it, it's probably, you know, just, just the fact that it can relieve the stress that we feel when we eat in itself uh, would, would, would appear to make it work that I want to ask you a little bit more about um, the school. So you're opening a new cooking school in Tuscany. I can tell, I can tell. Oh, I'm so stoked. It's like, it's a dream, a dream come true. And as I say, I literally, truly believe I manifested it out of this cosmic universe with the help of the source. I really do. I do. So, um, yeah, I just left. They've poured the foundations. It's all being built as we speak. It opens in the beginning of June. And we will be rocking out Italian food under a Tuscan sun. Um, the school overlooks a long Olympic-sized swimming pool in the hills of Tuscany. It's in Luca, which is one of the oldest walled cities in the world. It's an hour outside Florence, 20 minutes from Pisa, which has a big international airport. A uh, 10 minute train ride from the beaches in Via Reggio, 40 to Mami. And um, it's packed into hills and hills of sunflowers. And um, we'll be making pasta, pizza, tiramisu, cooking, eating, enjoying La Dolce Vita, the sweet, sweet life, and enjoying it slowly. So I have a large audience which I've um, built over many, many years of just creating quality content. And they're scattered, they're in all corners of the hemisphere. They're in the you know, South Africa and Australia and New Zealand and all over the show. So it's going to be a nice central meeting point for me to finally meet all these people that have been following me for so long, look into their eyes, share a meal with them, sit down at the table and break bread. Because that is, that is the reason I exist. I exist for meal times. I exist for the conversation and the people that I share it with. I'm looking so forward to meeting my community at, at this cooking school. So it's really a dream country. They helped me. Their energy over the years helped this all come into existence. So I'm very, very grateful, very, very blessed, and I take no credit for it. It all belongs to the divine light that shines because I guess if you believe it, you can see it, right? I believe that. I believe that. 
I, I believe you just invited my wife and I too, so I appreciate the. Uh, the I did. I um, did, and I would love to cook with you. What is your wife's name? Uh, Lisa. Lisa. And what does Lisa like to make, or are you the cook in the house? I, I, I kid you not that uh, on her list of things to do in life, she has not been to Europe, and on her list is to is to go to a small house in northern Italy because she has Italian heritage. And, oh my goodness! Uh, I love her already. <laughs> yeah, and, and uh, we, we have a significant wedding anniversary coming up, so I've been noodling around our options around that. But uh, if perhaps my wife and I came, uh, but any of your guests or fans or, or whatnot, what, what what can they expect? I know there's going to be some outdoor cooking seminars and some formal education of food and wine, but is it a three-day, five-day? People can structure it as an how they want to um you know there is so much to see luca itself is in a central place so if you were to plan like a week in luca you would be able to see florence in a day and you'd be able to spend a day walking around luca cooking so i'm actually structuring it as there will be daily classes um it'll probably be about four hours um and people will get to make a homemade pasta and pizza dough from scratch do some cooking, do some tasting. We'll make some desserts. It'll be either demonstration style or interactive, depending on if people want to make or not. Or if they're just interested in tasting and finding out about the local cuisines and foods of Tuscany, all the different cheeses, oils, different wines and pairings like that, that will be available to them for the evening under the saying Tuscan sun. And they will be able to taste like tons and tons of appetizers and antipastos and get a feel for a meal served to them. But they can tailor make the courses as and how they would like to. And then obviously as the courses book out, the days are, are no longer available. But people can take anything from a one-day class to um, we're actually building a yoga studio on the property to to booking out full retreats where they could come and, you know, come with 10 people and book out a week. And there's a lot to do. I do not have a, a place to stay, um, but I have tons of recommendations from, you know, um, three, four, five star from little local bed and breakfast that serve breakfast for a reasonable price to, you know, um, a more upmarket hotel and tons of recommendations of things that they should see in the area, things that they must do. Petra Sante is the most incredible artist community. It's about 20 minutes from from Luca by car and it's an open air gallery. The greats like Michelangelo and Galileo and all of the, I mean, Michelangelo and Picasso, they've all donated some of their works to this massive, massive stone courtyard. And when you walk around it, like being in an open-air art museum. It's incredible. Some of the best clay makers and sculptors are there. The beaches are there, Portofino and Forte Mami and Via Reggio, uh, where you would go and just lounge at the beach all day and take in the med and just eat amazing food. Uh, as I say, Florence is incredible. The Central Market's great there, a taste of Florence. So people can structure it as and how they want to. I'm just offering uh, classes uh, that they would come, arrive, cook, and be gone or tastings in the evening. Um, and then obviously, maybe down the line in summers to come, I will book out full, um, you know, week experiences. But for the summer, it's just going to be, you know, daily classes. And, and as they fill up, they will obviously go off the calendar. Awesome. Well, your passion is, is certainly coming through. And congratulations for, you know, being on the verge here of achieving your dream. Uh, so let's talk about how people can, 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 Follow you, uh, you know, and, and get more information is melissamayo.com. Uh, that's is correct. Your and then so uh, with one L and two S's, mayo.com. That's correct. Mayo perfect. like mayonnaise. How's that for a name? 
<laughs> and then chef, uh, on Instagram and Facebook at Chef Melissa Mayo as well, correct? That's correct. And on YouTube, there are also tons and tons of two-minute quick videos where you can pop into my kitchen. I teach recipes in two minutes. I think if you can't do it in two minutes, you shouldn't be able to teach it at all. And that is on uh, YouTube at Chef Melissa Mayo as well. Tons and tons of recipes. And my website is also full with tons of free recipes, tons of health and fitness tips, pantry staples, travel advice, and stuff like that. Um, and yeah, I, I, I look forward to you and Lisa coming to join me. And I can tell you, I've seen most of Europe, but I will tell you, my husband finally got tired of me saying every time he would try to take me somewhere new, like we'd go to Spain or Portugal, America, can we just go back to Italy next year? Can we just go back to Italy? And I have been going to Italy for 10 years. And I have seen most of Italy, and there are still cities I haven't seen. It, it, there is so much to see, and each little town is, 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 is unique and totally different. So I'm telling you, if you have a surprise anniversary coming up, don't even think twice. Don't even think twice about Italy. That is the place to definitely, definitely, definitely make your way. Your wife will be blown away, and you will be her number one guy for a very, very long, long, long time. Well, it's good. I've been sitting around number two or three sometimes, so I can be number one again. Uh, well, Melissa, thank you very much for joining us. Uh, you know, bringing, thank you bringing, so much for having me on. Yeah, you brought brought our attention to, uh, you know, the importance uh, of being conscious and, uh, you know, and present and aware of what you're eating and why you're eating it and uh, kind of shifting from that transactional, somewhat fear-based relationship we have with with food and our meals and one towards uh you know nourishment and and one that is taking care of your body and listening to your body so uh thank you for those uh, insights and, and a little bit of enlightenment and certainly wish you uh just mounds of luck in in all your endeavors but in particular i think we'll send some positive thoughts uh to tuscany thank you so much and i would like to leave your listeners with a uh, a uh, little message that I tell my community all the time. You are incredible. You are amazing. You are everything that you wish you could be. You are God's child, and the universe is full of miracles. So dream big, impossible, huge, grandiose dreams, and know that they're all existing and waiting for you. Whatever they may be, go huge. That's what I'd like to tell your community because I tell my my audience that every single day you can be and do anything so we'll leave it right at that thank you very much melissa thank you so much scott i really appreciate it thank you for joining us on just a taste of chef's best production join us again next time as we talk to more experts in marketing retail and production in the food and beverage industry you can always visit us at chefsbest.com to learn more